welcome to The Dark Origins of Disney, a series where I, your host Ebony, deep dives into the original fables that your favourite Disney stories derived from. This is a ten-part series focusing on some of the most well-loved children's tales spanning across the years, as well as a bonus episode at the end of the series focusing on Disney as a whole, the company, and Walt Disney himself. Disclaimer. This is an origin story series and will not be focusing on the current backlash surrounding the new live-action films. Also, spoilers ahead. With that being said, my name is Ebony, this is the Film Spark Podcast, and you're listening to Episode 6 of the Dark Origins of Disney series, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. The Film The Hunchback of Notre Dame is a 1996 American animated musical drama film produced by Walt Disney Feature Animation and released by Walt Disney Pictures. It is loosely based on the 1831 novel of the same name by Victor Hugo. Featuring the voices of Tom Holche, Demi Moore, Tony Jay, and Kevin Kline, the film follows Quasimodo, the deformed and confined bell ringer of Notre Dame, and is yearning to explore the outside world and be accepted by society. Against the wishes of his cruel, botanical foster father, Claude Frollo, who also wants to exterminate Paris's Roma population. The film is considered to be one of Disney's darkest animated films due to its mature subject matter, such as infanticide, lust, anti-Zygonism, and genocide. Despite the changes made from the original source material in order to ensure a G rating from the MPAA. The musical score was written by Alan Menken, with songs written by Menken and lyricist Stephen Schwartz, who had previously collaborated on Pocahontas. The pair later also collaborated on 2007's Enchanted and its 2022 sequel, Disenchanted. The Fable there are many differences between a 96 animated film and the original fable. Although the film touches on some dark subjects, as I mentioned previously, the fable dives a little further into the darkness, providing more details and backstory to the characters. The following are 10 differences you can find between the 96 animated film and the original fable. Starting at number 1, Frollo is a priest and not a judge. In the novel, Claude Frollo is the archdeacon of Notre Dame and takes in Quasimodo while also caring for his younger brother, Yehan. His interest in alchemy has alienated him from the citizens of Paris, and though he tries to be a good person, his lechery towards Esmeralda turns him into the novel's antagonist. In the film, he is a judge and is established from the beginning as an evil man. Number two. Quasimodo is a protagonist. In the novel, Pierre Grignon is the protagonist, an author stand-in for Hugo as he is struggling poet and playwright. Grignon ends up getting caught up in the middle of things when he finds the Court of Miracles and has to marry Esmeralda to avoid his own death. In the Disney film, Quasimodo is the protagonist and Grignor doesn't exist. Quasimodo's desire is to go out into the world and be accepted by it. At number three, Esmeralda and Phoebus end up together. Phoebus is a lecherous, awful person in the novel, while in the film he is a heroic, kind man. 
The film is much more a traditional love story than the novel, though Esmeralda is in love with Phoebus in both the novel and the film, his reaction is different in each, considering his character. In the film, the two both survive and end up together. In the novel, Phoebus does not rescue her, and marries his betrothed Fleur de Lys. Number 4. Esmeralda is really a gypsy. The novel has an extensive subplot about a French woman who is wasted away in a cell of her own making because she has lost her daughter. It turns out that her daughter is Esmeralda, born Agnes, who was stolen by the gypsies in exchange for Quasimodo. Disney's film omits this entirely and Esmeralda is a gypsy at birth. She advocates for her people in the moving song, God Help the Outcasts. Number 5. The Gargoyles Come to Life In the novel, Quasimodo is half deaf and blind from the bells and has no one to confide in. He is intensely loyal to Frollo for taking him in as a child but in the film he is simply physically deformed and he confides in the gargoyles who also live in the bell tower. Though he is grateful to Frollo for taking him in, he's smart enough to realise that Frollo is abusing him and fights to break away from that relationship. Number 6. The Book Will Kill the Building Victor Hugo's main message and goal are expressed through Claude Frollo about halfway through the novel in the sentences, The Book Will Kill the Building. Essentially, Hugo was writing at the time, but in the Notre Dame Cathedral wasn't as revered as it is now, and was trying to save it through art. His statement is that the new form of the novel will kill people's interest in architecture. The film's adaptation drops this point completely, and the focus is to question who is the monster and who is the man, which instead looks at Frollo's internal monster and Quasimodo's goodness despite its deformity. At number 7 is that most characters survive. Hugo's Tale is a dark book where most characters die. Esmeralda, Quasimodo, Frollo, Phoebus, Gringor both survive but don't have particularly happy endings. Phoebus unhappily marries his betrothed, Fleur de Lys, while Gringor runs off with the goat, Jowly, who Disney didn't create, she's all Victor Hugo's. In the film, the antagonist Frollo dies by falling into the fire, but no one else dies. Ultimately, Esmeralda and Phoebus are together, and Quasimodo is accepted by the people of the city. Number 8. The major and minor characters are condensed. In both the film and the book, Clopin is the leader of the gypsies and plays a small role. In the novel, Frollo also has a younger brother, Yehan, who is a university student who would prefer to spend his money on other things. Along with Yehan, and the novel has plenty of other small characters who play roles in subplots or small sections of the main plot, the film condenses its characters, giving multiple roles to one character in the process. In the novel, Clopin rallies the citizens of Paris, while in the film, Phoebus is the one to do it. This action helps Phoebus seem more heroic and keeps the focus on him as a main character. Phoebus rallying Paris also makes it clear that he is against Frollo, the film's antagonist. The novel has many more characters and Phoebus isn't as much of a good person there. And at number 10, Esmeralda is hung. In the novel, Esmeralda is hung, while in the film her choice is either Frollo or being burned at the stake. This allows Frollo to have his atmospheric villain song that features fire, making it clear that he is the antagonist. 
Esmeralda is more defiant in the film, while in the novel she has also been reunited with her mother, making her end even more tragic. This brings us to the end of Episode 7, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Again, my name is Ebony, this is the FilmSpark Podcast, and join us next time for Episode 8, Sleeping Beauty. listening to the film spark podcast for all your film needs and more like what you heard give us a shot follow us on spotify apple good pods and more or follow the socials at film underscore spark underscore pod you know what just follow us on everything check out the link tree linktr.ee forward slash film spark pod find us follow us give us a shout we always want to hear from you You still here? It's over. Go home. Go.